Hey, hey, folks. Thank you again for joining me on another episode of Trost Talk here. Uh, we got a great episode in store for you. Uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Also, follow me on Instagram at Trost Talk. Um, but first, my buddy, Pablo2020. Wow, I won't lie, I am a bit disappointed in myself. Uh, I have been forgetting to record on my podcast. Um, at least this time it was for good reasons, uh, not of a lack of trying. Just been doing a lot of comedy lately, um, writing too as well. Uh, so, kind of why I put it off. Um, I Then I did leave for out of town, I went... Uh, for Memorial Day weekend, I went back to Tampa, see some buddies. So uh, I'm back, back on the grind uh, for today. You know, just gonna talk a little bit about sports. Um, I'm gonna go over soccer, NBA, um, and the UFC. So. It'll be a short, simple t- uh, one, but we're just going to kind of dust off the old cobwebs uh, and uh, get back into action on this. Uh, per usual, merch. Everybody who's bought it so far, thank you. Uh, surprising, actually, how many people bought it, uh, given how many of you listen. Um, but... Uh, yeah, in my, uh, in my bio, my buddy Pablo helped me out with a better hyperlink to where it's a one-stop shop now, merch, all my podcasts on all the platforms. Um, shout out Pablo, my boy, always looking out. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel or, uh, not YouTube, uh, subscribe to my, uh, podcast, uh, on all the platforms. Uh, I will be trying to get onto YouTube soon. Uh, it's more about just getting a comfortability of having it out on YouTube. And not a big fan of YouTube as it is. But, um, long story short, uh, shout out always, Belgium, what up? Um, and because I have some European followers, I figured I would talk soccer. Don't hate me. Uh, I also just got a lot of American followers. Football for you, European douchebags. Just kidding. Uh, football for you, Europeans. Soccer for Americans. Um, so gonna talk some big transfers. Um, obviously the big ones right now are Messi. He is a free transfer. What will he do? Reality is. He has really one, two, three clubs that he will likely go to as Barcelona, Manchester United, I mean, uh, Manchester City, and PSG. Um, those are really the only teams that he's going to go to. 
where do I think he'll go? I think more than likely, long shot, I would love him to go to PSG because I think Ronaldo's heading there. So that would be kind of cool to see those two play together with Neymar. Um, and PSG's the type to break the bank for that. Um, uh, I think more than likely he's going to go to Manchester City because of Pep. Um, who knows, though, man? I, I mean, because he is a loyal guy, so he could stay there throughout his career. But I, I think he's going to try and go somewhere else. I think he's kind of fed up with Barcelona. Um, I think he goes to Manchester City, to be honest. Be interesting to see how he does in England. Don't think he's going to do too well. But he's there for Champions League, so that's what he wants, and he excels at Champions League. Um, So I guess just lead me into Ronaldo. Ronaldo, my boy. I'm a big Cristiano Ronaldo fan uh, for you European bastards over there. Um, I think he is going to go to PSG. I'm not really sure what's going to go on with the whole, you know, there was the Super League thing, the Super Cup League. Uh, issue and it sounded like they are going to they ban Barcelona, Juventus, and Real Madrid. But who knows? It's still not confirmed yet. Um. So I think uh, I think Ronaldo. Obviously, I think he's done with his tenure at, at Juventus. Um. To be honest, the team just. It was weird. It was like a lot of them, like they just couldn't handle the pressure of playing with Ronaldo. That's how I viewed it. And you might think I'm just biased, but a lot of these guys who would play well in big games all of a sudden seem to like fold. Um, but I think he's going to go to PSG. I think this is the likeliest situation, be the best situation for him. I know he's his agent has reached out to Manchester City and... Um, Manchester City and Real Madrid, but a return to Real Madrid or Manchester United just seems no. Manchester United, it could be a maybe. Real Madrid is definitely a no um, because I think they're going for Mbappe. They they don't care to sign Ronaldo. Um, and Manchester United, maybe, but I don't think he would at his age, want to go through a whole season in the English Premier League. So I think, honestly, the best thing, just because, like, why I thought his move to Juventus was smart, I think he should go to PSG, and I think he probably will go to PSG. Um, the French League, not very demanding on the body. On the body. Uh, a little colder, sure, but, you know, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's really going to matter. Um I think it would be better for him at his age. He'd still be able to score a lot of goals, which he wants to do. And PSG's going to keep winning titles, uh, domestic titles, and they have a good shot, at least, of going to Champions League. Uh, now, adding Ronaldo to, which I think Mbappe is gone, um, which was going to be our next topic, I think he's going to Real Madrid. I think that's a done deal. Um particularly they kind of need it to be if they would sign Ronaldo just because of wages. Um, but I just, I don't think that's PSG's issue, obviously. Um, the terrible defense, they just need to figure that out. They need to do some signing on that. Um, 
So Mbappe, yeah, I think he's going to Real Madrid. I think he wants to go to Real Madrid. He's been talking about it. He wants to do the you know the Ronaldo thing. Um, what a bust, uh, Aiden! Ha- it was almost like as soon as Aiden Hazard got to Real Madrid, he was just like, ah, all right, that was all the recognition I needed. I needed to be. I just wanted to say I got to the best team in the world. All right, because that's literally what he's done. He he's been hurt the whole time. He's just what a waste of talent, man. What a waste of talent. Um, what else? What else? Oh, uh, so other big transfer tar- targets. Obviously, if Jaden Sancho, from what it sounds like, it's a pretty done deal with him at Manchester United, which I think Manchester United could be a very good team um, going forward. It's going to be interesting what they do with uh, Paul Pogba. You know, they got a history there, but... Does it look like now that when they're starting to get a better team, does that all of a sudden kind of pique his interest and want to stay? Because right now, Manchester United is going to give him the best shot of winning a Champions Cup next year. Because where is he going to go? Juventus? Could probably help Juventus a lot. But who they're going to have score for him? They need somebody to score 20 goals. And if you say it's Dybala, you're lying to yourself. Um, It's not going to be Pogba. Um... But uh, who's another one from his same club? But Erling Holland. He's a w- interesting one to try and pin down where he would go. Um, a lot of rumors that he could go to Chelsea. Um, obviously, Manchester City. Um, you know, could you could even put Barcelona in there. I don't think I think he's done with the Bundesliga. Well, I mean, unless he goes, God, that would suck for <laughs> Borussia Dortmund if he did what every probably player has ever done. You, you know, they leave, go to and they would he wouldn't go to Bayern Munich, but he's just gonna go to some big team. They're just like Leon. They're the Leon of the Bundesliga. Um, I think that yeah, I think he, I think it would be smart for him to go to like. What we in the states would call mid-major, mid-tier. Um, I know people are gonna get pissy when I say this, but uh, Chelsea—they're not—they're not—they're uh, like middle tier, like they're a top club, but they're not like as prestigious as like Manchester United, just on a wealth standpoint too, um, or even a Manchester City now, um, or you know Real Madrid. So like they're a top team, but you know, they're not, they don't have that many trophies comparatively to the other ones. Um, I think he should go to Chelsea. It would be, I don't think, I, if Chelsea was smart, I I mean, obviously you'd want Holland, but I think you're going to relative, you're, you're going to get your answer with Lukaku for a cheaper price. Um, Cause you have young talent already. Um, but, I would secure Lukaku and maybe go for Holland, but definitely secure Lukaku because there's also a big chance that Holland's going to go to an even bigger club. So I would definitely just go for Lukaku, and that kind of solves our striker issues. Um, another big one would be Kane. Now, I heard Kane might go to Chelsea. Uh, it would be interesting. I know technically... Their derby match is Arsenal, but I 
that would that's just interesting yeah um I definitely think he's going to say he's true true to the EPL. I think he's going to say uh, in the EPL. Personally, I I think him to Manchester United would be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I I'm not, I'm not curious where he's going. Um, what I will talk about next is EPL contenders. You know, I'm curious where Liverpool is going to be at next year. I know Van, uh, um, Van Dyke will be back, but, you know, Virgil. Um, I think he'll be back, but, you know, it's a back from an ACL injury. Those are pretty gnarly. You're generally not the same player. So we'll see. He, you know, we'll see. I And what's what's going on? Like, does Salah want to leave? Does Mane want to leave? You know, they they're already losing their depth as it is their built their great ability when they were um making their great run was that they could on days that they could put subs in much like Real Madrid used to do um when they three-peated in uh Champions League um was when you put your subs in to give your stars a rest they could still win games that was their magic um be interesting. I think that if they're healthy, they get Klopp, you know, Klopp's obviously going to be able to keep their chemistry alive. Uh, but it'll be more like it, you know, their focus, particularly Solomon and how's uh, Virgil going to look. Um, I think Manchester United and Manchester city are obviously going to be the favorites. Uh <sighs> I don't want to just say Manchester City because I feel like everybody's going to say that. So I'm going to go different, and I think your I think your winner next year is going to be Chelsea. That's my I think that's going to be your winner for the EPL. Um, Manchester United, Manchester City, and Arsenal. Now, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I couldn't even say that with a straight face. Um, uh, maybe Leicester. They're just well coached. Um, all right, La Liga. I think Real Madrid is winning it next year. Uh, Atletico won it this year, barely. Uh, Barcelona, who knows what their team's even going to look like. Um, so... I'm just not convinced that they're going to be anything next year. Real Madrid's pre- predicted to get some pretty good signings. They're going to be all right. Um, they parted ways with Sergio Ramos. Or was that? No, that was the Spain team. Might have been both. I don't know. I think it was just the Spain team I read. But I think I think Real Madrid wins it next year. Uh, Serie A will be interesting uh, because... You know, Conte just left Inter. Lukaku's probably on his way out. Um, Martinez might be leaving. So Inter, the champions are pretty much just getting dis- dismantled. Um, I almost said dismembered. That would have been graphic, right? Can you imagine? They're just like, all right. <laughs> well, we're trans- <laughs> We're going to leave you. Come on. And just start machetting people. That's not very funny. Um... Ba, ba, ba. So I don't 
I think Juventus is going to be win it next year. And it sounds stupid, but I think they're going to win it because I think they're going to be more determined. They're probably not going to lose a lot of players, and they're probably going to gain some. And I think if Ronaldo leaves, which he will, their main focus will be rather just to get Lee again. And then Champions League will be second. That's my opinion. Uh, but I think they will win Serie A next year. All right. Now on to the NBA. Yeah. Um, so one of the big things, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo playing not very well. Getting to the point where I'm going to think he's overrated. My buddy Insider Mike and I were talking earlier. Um, yeah, I just think that he... One second. I think that uh, it's becoming very obvious that he's not going to improve shooting. Who knows what it is? Because the weird thing is it he doesn't have bad form. It actually looks really good. The problem is is he just pauses. It's like he's going through the steps mechanically one by one, and he just doesn't have flow with it. It's just got to be a continuous motion. Instead, he kind of like pauses at each follow point. And that's what that's his problem. Um, my big thing that I want to talk about really is KD. He's just such a sensitive little Nancy. Oh my God, man! For somebody so talented, I've never seen somebody so mentally weak. He's just a little Nancy boy. It's and it's just interesting because he is really talented, and you know he will he'll drop forty five on your favorite team, but like. You also could just say something to him, and he's going to just get so pissy about it. It's like he thinks because if you critique him at all, it's like you think he sucks all of a sudden. It's like, no, dude. It's like, no. You got flaws, though. Uh, he's going to – I think they're going to – if they go down – if they end up getting tied, uh, the Bucks. this is going to lead into my playoff predictions. If the Bucks end up tying 2-2 and they would take two at home, the Nets will lose. Because Kyrie will fall apart, and then it'll lean on KD, and KD will fall apart because he's just a little girl mentally. And then everybody's going to start talking about how Giannis is putting him on the back foot. He's going to take it like a – he's going to consider it like a one-on-one -on -one match for the rest of the series, and he'll fall apart. Um, but that's if they – you know, if they come back game game five and they're up 3-1, Nets are winning. Um Maybe not, though. Remember 2016, Kevin Durant. I believe in you, Kevin Durant. I think you can I think you can blow a 3-1 lead. Again. Uh, playoff predictions. All right, so I saw the first game of the Nuggets and Suns. And... Who's the other one for them? Oh, that was the Nets Bucks. Uh, so Nets Bucks. Uh, start with the East, I guess. Next, uh, Nets Bucks. I think Bucks win in seven. That's my prediction. Bucks win in seven. Now, obviously, if they lose game three, the series is over. 
But Bucks win in seven is my prediction. Um, who else? Who else? Why am I blanking on the other team in the oh? Sixers, Hawks. I think the Hawks are going to win that series. I think the Hawks are going to win in six. Um, I also don't think Joel Embiid's going to stay healthy the entire series. And once he's out because of his torn meniscus, um, I think uh, the Sixers fall apart. I honestly think the Hawks will probably win tonight too. Truth be told. Um I think Hawks and six. Now West, uh, we got Suns, Nuggets. You know, this one's interesting. I was pretty 50-50 until I watched this game. But then I also went and looked at it, and I was like, well, you know, the Suns played lights out pretty much the entire game. And in the first half, I felt I felt like, uh, you know, the reason I felt like the Nuggets might, were probably going to win in the, after the first half was the Nuggets were – either winning by two or down by one or two the entire first half, but the Suns just had all this momentum and they were just, they were playing with all this momentum. You would have thought they were up 15. Um, but you know, that that's why I thought the Nuggets were going to win. I was like, all right, well they got all this momentum and they're just weathering the storm. I mean, they're only down three. Um, but you know, I think what really happened is, after Nokic, or Jokic, I mean, not Nokic, uh, Jokic, who else can he rely on? Porter, yeah, but he's young. Like, he's young. I I don't know. You need somebody who can go and get you 26. I'm sure he can for a game, but a series? I don't know. Uh, Aaron Gordon should be playing better. I know, and I say that I knowing he had a decent first game, but he got a lot of garbage time buckets. And second, he had averaged 12 points in the series before. He should be averaging 16 to 18 points a game. That That's just ridiculous that he's averaging 12. He's too talented to be averaging 12. Um, tonight, my Kawhi Leonard, my, my man, my boy, and the Jazz. Okay, I don't know what the fuck this is, but I don't know who, what spell he has cast on the world, but Donovan Mitchell is not good, guys. Like, he is not good compared to what you guys are saying. He, I'll give you this. He's good. He ain't a superstar. Everybody's acting, everybody acting like he's a top 10 player. He is not a top 10 player. I wouldn't put him in the top 20. I do not I do not see it. I, I don't get it. I do not get it. I'll give you this. He plays with a lot of heart. Okay. Sure. He's real puts in great effort every game. You don't have to question that. But his ability's not there. And if you're thinking so, you're lying to yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm lying to myself when you after you make that statement. Donovan Mitchell is great. Oh, fuck out of here. Um, I think Clippers win this in six. I'd even say five. 
I just don't think they. I know they have. Lo- who who are they gonna fear? Gobert. Okay. Yeah, he's big, but he's no better than Boban offensively. Um, I I just don't think I don't think uh, I I just don't think they have anybody that can match up with them. Like Reggie Jackson can go toe to toe with Mike Conley. He'll be all right. They're about they'll about they about par with each other. Donovan Mitchell, right? You're gonna have Kawhi and Paul George guarding you. Not a great day for you. I I really I think the greatest the great adjustment was playing Batoon more. Great great adjustment by Tyron Lue. He needs to be playing more. He's great because he's a good he can play a big he can play a good spread four. Um. Yeah, I just don't I just don't see I, I just don't see their matchup. I don't see where they have an advantage. They don't, in my opinion. And who are you gonna have guard Kawhi? Kawhi is gonna score against anybody you put on him. Does not matter. And he's probably gonna I bet I will bet one hundred dollars he dunks on Gobert at some point in the series. It's gonna happen. Uh all right. On to one of my favorite topics, UFC. Um, so the only one fight I want to talk about from last week is Rosenstruck. I'm happy for him. The reason I only want to talk about this fight is because it was a rather boring card. Um, I will talk about this. There was a fight I can't remember because it was so boring, but these two guys and this dude literally... They were middleweights, and he literally, he had the size advantage and everything, and all he did was hug him and move him along the cage, not even down on the ground, and it's the problem with, you know, it's the problem with UFC, or UFC gets is things like that, where you're going, oh, well, he won the fight, look, he was dominating, he was in a dominating position, it's like, okay, well, if he was in such a dominating position, why wasn't he doing any damage? Oh, you mean because the moment you try to go to do damage, he can get out? Or you lose an advantage because it probably wasn't that overall of a dominating advantage? Like, I get it, you know, oh, well, it's a lot harder than it sounds. It's like, right, but, like, you still have to understand that just be, like, to be a convincing win, it's like, sure, I know, and I'm, I'm look, I, I'll even say this, like, I get it. If you want to cause it a win, uh, I I understand that, and I will agree it is a win, but it's like it doesn't convince me of anything because you're not doing any damage. It's like, okay, what I saw was that was your only road to victory because the reason you're doing this is you're not standing up with him because you know if you stand up with him, he's going to beat you. But if you try to do any maneuvers like going for submissions, he's going to get up and force you to stand with him, which you don't want to do. Um, or if you try to go in for a ground and pound, he ends up being able to get up. So all you can do is really hold him in position, do little love taps on the side to keep it busy, quote unquote, or you're doing what this guy did where you're literally just behind him, double hand clinch, and you're just riding him along the cage. 
Like, yeah, I get it. This guy's got to be able to get out of it. But it's like at some point you got to be like, it's not it, you can't say you're losing a dominating position if you can't if you don't have the ability to do something with it. And that's my argument on it. Now, back to Rosen Street. Really proud, really happy for him. I think he needed it. It's a confidence booster for him. He definitely needed it in the form of a KO like he did. Um, you know, after the Nganu fight, he just didn't look the same. He looked like he was just kind of like really careful of getting knocked out again like that. Um, so I think he needed this win, and that was a great win for him. Now, on to the UFC two, uh, 263. Um I'm not really going to talk about any... I'm going to talk about only the main card, but I do want to uh, highlight two fights, one in the early prelim and one in the prelim. Um, Chase Hooper versus Steven Peterson. The reason I'm interested in this fight is Chase Hooper is a kid who... The analyst, rightfully so, said something about his stand-up being awful. Now he's an absolute monster on the ground. He's a jiu-jitsu just nut. But his stand-up is atrocious. So I'm, I'm excited to see his improvements. He said he was going to take some time, go to Thailand, do some training. So I'm interested interested to see how, uh, how he looks this fight. Uh, in the prelims, Drew Dober, number 13. Kind of interesting that he got that. I know some people dropped out of the lightweight division. Uh, but be, his last fight was against Islam Mankachev, and he lost, got tapped out in the second round, I think. Um, let me look. Drew Doby. I'm interested to see his fight. He's in the prelim. He's the last fight of the prelim. Um <clears throat> Yeah, he got in the third round, like a minute in. Um, now, the thing about that is, uh, you know, he's he's supposed to be pretty good. Uh, he's got a heavy right hand, so I'm just interested to see him. Um, and he didn't do terrible against um, Minkachev. Now, the main card, if load <clears throat> Paul Craig Jamal uh, Jamal Hill big of fight Hill's gonna win uh, Damian Maya versus Bilal Muhammad Bilal's got age advantage speed he's a good wrestler I know Damian Maya will want to take him down but he's a good wrestler he's gonna put on a good pressure uh, he just looks good at welterweight and, uh, he's kind of making his come up right now. And I think he's just, it's that time where it's kind of like a old guard meets nude. Um, then obviously the, one of the biggest fights after that, Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz, pretty excited about this just because I know it's going to be a bloodbath knowing Nate Diaz. Um, Leon Edwards is a f minus 500 favorite. Rightfully so. I think Leon Edwards uh, is going to piece Nate Diaz apart. Um, that being said, be cool to see Nate win. He's a good shit talker. You know, he's always down to fight. 
He's not going to back away. It's not It's not going to be a boring fight. Like, we know that. He's going to get in there. He's going to bang. And he's going to try and get the W no matter what. So, and you know they're going to have to drag him out of there in, uh, in order for him to lose. Like, that's just how he is for him to stop fighting. So, that'll be a good fight. Um, now, the co-main event is a flyweight championship bout Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. I, I'm this is the fight I'm most excited about. I really like Figueredo and Moreno. They're both great fighters. Now it's flyweight and at this division, power matters. And now I know Figueredo threw some heavy bombs and Moreno ate him. Be interesting to see if he'll be able to eat him again now that Figueredo has had so much time to recover and didn't fight on a 14-day turnaround or 15-day, 13-day turnaround, something like that. So he's gonna be healthy now. Figueredo, by you know, by technicality, it was draw, but they drew because he got a nut shot, so he got a pointed deducted. So overall, he really won the fight. Is what how the judges would have. You know, had this had they not had a point a force point deduction, would have scored the rounds. It would have been three two. But it was a great fight. I don't, don't want to say anything else. I had a three two Figueredo. Um, I think it'll be a little more dominating. I, I think Figueredo actually gets the finish. Um, it, it's gonna be a great fight. I'm very very excited for it. These guys are gonna throw down. <laughs> so it's and they're flyweights. So it's gonna be fast. It's gonna be. Bah, bah, it's going to be a great fight. And then you have the main event, uh, Israel Adesanya, Marvin Vittori. Now, this one's funny because, you know, they think that everybody kind of talking about Israel Adesanya like he's on a f- huge losing streak. He's lost one fight in MMA. Second, everyone starts talking about like, oh, the key to beat him is taking him down. It's like, relax. One, Jan's a black belt. And had 25 pounds on him. Like, Israel Adesanya, the weight difference between he and Marvin Vittori is going to be, like, at most 10 pounds. At most 10 pounds. There's another 15 pounds on top of that that Jan had. And Jan's a good wrestler. And Jan's also very good at jiu-jitsu. So, and Israel Adesanya is only a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, which is good. But Jan's bigger, stronger, and better on the ground. You're going to lose that 10 out of 10. Now, Marvin is better on the ground, but, I mean, you see what Marvin did with Kevin Holland. He really couldn't do a crazy amount of damage on the ground. And every time he got to the feet, the reason he took it down is because Kevin Holland was getting close to knocking his head off every time they stood up. Marvin's a decent striker. He was wildly outstruck every time on the feet by Kevin Holland. And Israel is a much better striker than Kevin Holland. So he's going to own his only advantage is trying to take him down. I just don't think he's going to have the ability to take him down like he thinks he is. Jan made it look easy, but Jan was twice his size and twice as good on the ground. That matters. Marvin, I don't think is that much. I don't think he's that much better on the ground. And I, I don't think he's even close to the level on the ground as Jan Blahovich. 
Um, so good luck. I, I mean, it'll be a, you know, Marvin's going to go for it. Like again, will be a good fight. I think it'll be the Paulo Costa Israel Adesanya fight we wanted to have. Marvin's going to, he's now a counter puncher, but like he's going to shoot. He's going to try and go forward. Cause you have to, if you're trying to do takedowns, like you can't be a counter puncher. And then one Israel Adesanya is a counter puncher too, but, um, I guess you can be a counter puncher and counter as you're wrestling, but Tartar. Um, I think Israel Adesanya wins this third round finish. Um, I, I I think you're going to see Marvin Vittori take him down, but I think it's going to be a lot harder and it's not going to be very impressive. So I don't think he's really going to be able to do much with it. And even if he does take him down in the middle of the ring, I think Israel is big enough and long enough at middleweight Mind you, this isn't light heavyweight. At middleweight, I know Vittori is a bigger middleweight, but that he's still a middleweight. Um, he's going to have a harder time keeping Israel Adesanya down. He could barely keep... Like, he kept him down, but he could do just that. He could just keep a dominant position, and he kind of kept it busy. He did, he did cut him up in the earlier rounds, but he couldn't really do it amazingly for five. You know, it wasn't like a super impressive win on the ground against Kevin Holland, who we both saw how easy he was to take down. Israel Adesanya is much better on the ground than Kevin Holland, comparatively. And he's got a much better takedown defense than Kevin Holland. That's for fucking sure. So, I mean, good luck. I think people are thinking that this is going to be closer than it is. Maybe they're just trying to sell the fight, but uh, Israel Adesanya is going to win this in the third round. That's for damn sure. Um. Hmm. Any last thoughts? No, not really. Um. I guess. Oh, last thing is. Uh, yeah. You know, everybody wants to talk about the the Mayweather thing and the Logan Paul. I was kind of uh, not wanting to talk about it, but here's my thoughts on it. Um. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um. Uh, everybody who like people who were like. Oh, Logan Paul won because he went eight rounds with Mayweather. It's like it went eight rounds because Mayweather wanted it to go eight rounds. Mayweather let it go eight rounds. That's why it went eight rounds. Logan Paul had no say in how far it went. Like he didn't. Like Mayweather. Now I know he ever. Now I know they did a lot of hugging. He did a lot of wrapping up, which is fine on Logan Paul's. Again, also why. You know, it's not like people are like, oh, it's impressive. You went there. It's like, no one. He went in there with a 44-year-old Mayweather who was there just to make money, didn't really train for this, um, did exactly what that was, not get knocked out. That's all his game plan was. Pretty much don't get knocked out, chill, tag him up, give him a couple rounds where you show him how much better you are, dance with him, put on eight rounds, get everybody their money's worth, you go home. That's how it was. I mean, what was that? Like, the Paul brothers are good, man. Like, they'll sell a fight. They're smart. Uh, Paul Logan Paul, I mean, he's not like an impressive boxer. I don't think he, by any standards. Um, you know what? Like, yeah, he's a good athlete. Like, I, I think most people kind of understood that. They know his background. He, he wrestled. You know, they, they know his upbringing. They've seen him do stuff on TikTok, pretty athletic stuff, I would say. Um, they know he's athletic. I mean, if that's what you want to take from this, that, oh, he's able to go 
eight rounds. Like, all right, yeah, all right, sure. I guess if that's what you want to hang your hat on. It just wasn't impressive. I mean, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. And I, I'm not upset about it. I'm, I didn't watch it. I legally streamed it. So, yeah. Um, all righty. Still don't know how to do these things. Just uh, subscribe to the show, buy some merch, say you love me, and uh, later.